Thanks for joining us. I'm Lisa Raines from Pride Road, the Architectural Practice Franchise, and I'm delighted that Jude Barber has agreed to join us for Architects in the Den, talking about her RIBA 2020 presidential campaign. So, hi Jude, would you like to introduce yourself? Hello, thanks Lisa. Yes. So, as I said, yeah, I'm, a, I'm an architect and a director at Collective Architecture. So, we're a 100% employee-owned company up in Glasgow, and Ed, we've also got offices in Edinburgh. Um, there's 50 of us, actually. We've grown in the last 13 years from 15 to 50 since becoming employee-owned. And we're founded on principles of sustainability, creative freedom, equity. Um, and what that means is that every single person in the business owns an equal share. So not just the financial ownership, but the intellectual ownership of ideas and output and how we work and how we operate. Um, so I think, you know, there's a lot of conversation going on at the moment around flexible workplaces, around, you know, ownership models, around, you know, empowerment, all these kind of things. And I suppose for us, that's our everyday, you know, that's, that's how we work on a day-to-day -day basis. So that's normal. For, for all of us, yeah. And we do all sorts of projects. We work in housing, civic projects, strategic planning, lots and lots of work around the country and a whole number of sectors. Cool. So coming back to the RIBA um, presidential campaign, um, what would you say the principles are at the heart of your campaign? Yeah, well, there were kind of three headlines, I suppose, you know, when you have to make your statement, you know, it's all got to be very, very clear. Um, and so the first one was unity and urgency. So it was the need for us all to, um, to be collegiate. And, 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 and one of the phrases that I've kind of been using is a sort of federation of architects, being a federation of architects. So, you know, we're made up of 12 regions, we've also got an international cohort. Um, so, sorry, how, would, how would that work? How would you see that working, the federation? Well, well, actually, the, it's not a new new idea that the, the RIBA is already a federal model, yeah. but I think it's not always um, presented like that, or we don't always necessarily think of it like that. And so, for me, um, there's an issue there about the, the strength of the regions and mm -hmm. encouraging more conversation and more dialogue between uh, the regions than everything going through Portland Portland Place. Yes, how would you encourage that? Well, we've had lots of different um, examples of that. For example, when we, um, we we've reformed the, the the RIS up in Scotland, that's obviously one of the one of the the regions within within the RIBA, and it's made up of cha five chapters. Mm -hmm. And historically, everything kind of was very centralised within HQ, <laughs> as you might find, you know, around around the rest of the country as well. Um, and so what we've done is that there's certain working groups have now been established that are more agile and more mobile. We had like, we're having, we're talking about having a member forum now. We've got Young RIS and all of these things sort of exist around the organisation as opposed to being embedded within it mm. and giving people that agency to, to make those connections between themselves. So you're, you're imagining like RIB Northeast. Yes. having a sustainability group and engaging with RIB, um, you know, Southwest and, and, and encouraging that rather than um, everything going necessarily through HQ in Portland Place. Okay, thanks. So that, so that's principle number one. Yeah, and, and just, just being able to, just being collegiate and supporting one another actually, because I think that is something that we, um, that we're not necessarily particularly good at in the way that other 
professions might be. So I think supporting one another, celebrating each other's work, um, yeah, is definitely something I'd, I'd, I'd support and encourage. And another, I mean, one of the key motivations for standing actually um, is the the rising kind of social and social and spatial inequalities that we're seeing. You know, we do a lot of housing, do a lot of public realms, a lot of green infrastructure, and the the importance of your home, the spaces in between, you know, the, the everyday experiences of most people in society is something that very uh, sort of driven by. And I think during the lockdown, we're seeing more and more where, where good architecture or, or bad architecture is, 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 is impacting on people's lives. Um, and so prioritizing and focusing our minds towards addressing those things and improving the quality of everyday lives through architecture and being very, very clear about that being our purpose um, is key. And, and it's all tied in with the climate emergency and, and the holistic thinking that we need to be taking around that. So, um, so the Pride Road franchise is built on providing a lasting business potential in any of the 155 predefined local areas in the, in the UK. And by doing so, it nourishes family life with its focus on the local area, nourishing communities and has an, um, a compact environmental footprint. What are the challenges that face the profession in becoming sustainable in the fullest sense? So I think this sort of comes back to your sort of sustainability and climate emergency, but all, yeah. you know, it's, just, it's for people, for the planet, and also uh, providing a profitable business. Um, well, I think, what we're what we're facing right now with the climate emergency and the need for us to upskill is key and i think some for some of us that that might feel quite daunting because we're, we're we're doing our best to run our businesses and you know get through procurement processes and find clients you know be, make our work relevant and the best quality it can be um but sometimes we're meeting barriers barriers with that and so when, when I talk about needing to harness our skills and, and, and upskill, what, what I'm talking about there that is if we're able to, to use our, our holistic thinking, our, our creative energy to address the sort of key challenges of our time in relation to place, people, the environment, that actually presents us with an opportunity within the industry and within society at large to, to reinforce our relevance and to do what we do well, which is, you know, ultimately to bring joy, to improve people's lives, to create wonderful spaces and places for them. And we won't be able to do that on our own as well. We need to liaise with other you know, professionals, landscape architects, planners, engineers, hydrologists, ecologists, more and more, um, to make sure that we're thinking not just about our architecture itself, but all the bits in between and how all these things interconnect. Um, so, a question: um, How do how does your collective um, model work? Yeah, well, it's um, as, as I said, it's, it's an employee ownership model. So every single person owns an equal share of the company. So regardless of your age, gender, role. Um, so I own an equal share to to, to my fellow colleagues. Um, and that that I think you can't underestimate how important that is. Um, to encouraging 
inclusivity and you know you don't have to have money put it that way to, to own the business you don't have to buy into the business you know you just by working and contributing using your skills you kind of build it together um, and we also have an open pay scale so everybody knows what everybody gets paid you don't get into wrangles about that um, and we talk about that together and we try and keep the gap between those at the sort of top of the top of the bands and those at the, at the lower ends you know clo as close together as we can sort of people within your practice get paid dividends yeah i mean we we're actually we have that opportunity to do that we haven't done it very often because <laughs> for us we're quite old-fashioned in the sense that we put all the money because it's all our money and it's mm. all our well to be honest access we don't make loads of money <laughs> but you know what we do make we pro any profit we do make we put that back into the um into the company so we we buy the best computers we make sure we're getting the best training you know we enjoy ourselves and do things together so, so it, it, do you have meetings like within the practice to work out how are you going to spend that money yeah yeah i mean we have a finance group for example which is made up we've got four teams and every team's got somebody in the finance group in there we have employee elected directors who sit on our board so that's effectively strategic direction of the business setting priorities setting strategic yeah. aims so yeah. we do that yeah we do that together and we have workshops together and um, it, we meet monthly as a whole a cohort so yeah. so have you got any examples of how kind of a, an idea from some maybe some of the younger uh, members might have contributed on the on the for the whole business plan oh yeah i mean well well our strategic plan mm. is developed collectively so we've done that with workshops but you know for i mean one example i would say is that we've had rupert working in our practice um for a number of years now but you know he had a very sort of seven or eight years ago he, he was so passionate about passive house you know he was like that was his thing and um you know he's he he he's he just pushed that he absolutely pushed that and now we've got you know seven people now going through that course we're seeing clients asking for that more and more and now we're like industry leaders in that front now that came from that particular individual Mm. So he has driven that whole part of our, our business and, and that's now proving to be really fruitful and we're seeing ourselves able to be, you know, demonstrate we've got experience in that area um, and also just just drive, just push forward with it. So he's, he's continuing to do that and more and more people are, are you know, are, are, are developing that skill with him. So I think that that's one example and also um, other things, you know, a big part of um, our health and our well-being is a big a big thing and again some of the younger members of staff have formed a kind of mental health well-being group and really pushed us to to take that on board and again that's working really really well and that's been to the benefit of of everyone and now we have more formal things in place but we also have informal meetings and discussions and it's really informed our review process it's really informed recruitment it's really informed how we you know we we look out for each other and put preventative measures and in place because our, our, our yeah our, our job is very can be very stressful and mm. come with a lot of pressure and responsibilities so um and and people are juggling balancing so many things in their life um so that that's another example of somebody who's just you know taking a lead and and that's now at the heart of our our, our business so and how we do things is there anything that you want to ask of me yeah well i was interested in the pride road model and how you um how you I, I understand that the, the, the franchise the principles of the franchise but I was interested in how like if somebody was interested in, in joining like how would they go about that and, and what would they need to be 
do or, or what would what what would you do to support them or what do they get for that you know okay so um in the first instance if someone wants to join me um we're looking for qualified uk architects um so that would be someone with a, an arb registration um we've split the country into 155 territories we've got a, a map on the wall with them on so uh, we cover certain areas in scotland so for example sort of uh, glasgow would be available available to you jude <laughs> if you want to join us uh, but we would ask that um pride road is is your main focus so it might not suit you at the moment um so if you were to come on board with us, um, you would set, basically set up um, Pride Road Glasgow. Um, you would buy a license to operate a, uh, a territory which contains 70,000 owner-occupier homes. We're, um, we specialise in the domestic residential sector, so it's single-storey, two-storey extensions. So we need to find clients who uh, own their houses. Um, we need it to be within a 30 minute travel radius so you're not traveling too far to go and see clients in a day so it keeps it more kind of sustainable and within your area mm. um, so you would buy a license for five years to trade as so it would be your company Jude Barber Limited uh, trading as pride road um glasgow and when you join us um we give you 10 days intense training which covers um sort of the architectural um sector so some sector specific cpd um but actually it it covers a, a whole heap of other uh, areas to is to get your business skills up and running because people who come and join us don't have a business background or they, or they may have been thinking about setting up on their own or they might have tried setting up on their own and started to hit some of those barriers so we would um, help set up website page for you um, help you write some content so we can start developing the online seo um, so that when someone googles pride road architect residential glasgow they'll well not pride road but if someone's looking for a residential architect in glasgow or in one of your hot spots they'd find you um we would um so that's kind of like the web website side but then there's also social media training um and then we start looking at business plans and cash flow so understanding what your motivation is, how much you want to earn, um, and how we go about achieving that. Um, we look at developing confidence, which is really important. So it's how you present yourself, um, sort of almost kind of what image you're putting forward. Um, we're not saying you must have red hair and glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Equally short hair and glasses, or don't take the brand that far. No. <laughs> but it's about you know if if you are comfortable and with what you're wearing, and you know that it puts the your best foot forward. Then when you walk into a networking meeting, when you join a Zoom meeting, you're not worried about what you look like. You just 
forget about okay. those aspects. And it's about sort of helping people p learn um, sort of how to make a good impression, how to speak at networking events, how to talk to referral partners to get clients. Um, we've got an element of coaching. So um, there's a, you know, need to have lots of positivity when you're running your own business. Um, and we have that business support as well, as well as studying the Pride Road business model, which is very structured. So we've got a very structured kind of uh, process of how, how we move clients along our system. We've got a really good CRM system, so we teach you how to use that. Um, and it's just about reducing the admin load so that you can concentrate on actually being the architect that you want to be. Great. Sounds good. Yep. So if you know anyone who wants to join us, that's absolutely fine. Yeah, well, spread the word. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it's all about, really, because um, at the moment we're sort of Manchester, um, Liverpool and uh, Bournemouth based. So, you know, we kind of we are spread across the country, yeah. but we'd like, you know, we would like to spread further. Well, because I was quite surprised because, you know, looking at the, the membership of RIB, you know, it's half half the membership almost are um made up of single sole practitioners mm, mm. and obviously a large portion of those be women as well mm. i imagine or or in areas out with city centers as well um well the way that i see pride road is uh, fr franchising is the third option so when you come out of university or if you if you face with employment choices you've either got going to work for a large practice or setting up on your own so you know what the franchise is is somewhere in the middle way you're not it's, on your own you're connected to it's like part being part of a larger group yeah absolutely absolutely yeah. so um we're coming to an end um i just want to ask if you had one agenda item that you wanted to push forward within the um in the riba when you become president what would it be uh well you see this is hard because as we know, most things all intersect and there isn't really one dominant uh, thing. I, I know it's attractive for people to have that one thing. Um, what, I, what I would like to do is actually use the period of president-elect because everyone really talks about that, but you've got a year where you actually can get to the heart of the issues. And mm. you know, I've set out in my statement the kind of key headline things that I'm interested in doing. But to actually get those things done, you have to really understand how the organisation works, how it functions, how it's, you know, what are the barriers to getting things done? What are the things that are working really well? Um, and understanding that landscape. Mm. So, you know, I think, I, I mean, in my statement as well, I talk about no hollow words, no inertia, no vanity. I mean, I just kind of want to get in about it and find out um, what's working, what's not working and, and enable. What, what's the time of the elections? When, so voting opens, I think, on 14th of July. Do you know when yeah. it closes and when the, when, when the pres president-elect will come into post? It's in August 2020, so you hit the ground running. Um, so the post is really, so, you know, for example, you know, my motivations around the pandemic, you know, around the climate emergency, for me, I'm not going to wait till August 2021 to yeah. start that. You know, I, I would be working with existing council. 
and the mm. new council members that are coming on board there's a great range of people coming through it's very exciting mm. actually and and that's an important point too you know as, as, a, as president, you don't do it on your own, you know, and as I talked about federal models, I work in a cooperative, you know, it's about making sure everybody, you know, we're all on the same page, we're, we're listening to one another, we're acting as one, and, and, and that'll, that's how you get things done, actually, that's how you get things done, so. Okay, brilliant, well, it's been lovely talking to you, so thank you very much, for yeah. and good luck with everything. And thank you very much for inviting me.